0: Hey everybody, it's Thursday night and it's time for a very special Crimbo edition of the Kingdom of Loathing podcast with me, your host, Jick. And me standing in for riff, hot stuff. (laughs) Yeah, it's weird. Who's standing in for hot stuff? I don't know. All right, so. The dented beer can. I had an idea for.
1: Open the, open the, like this is like its introduction.
0: Oh, right. Okay. Uh, Welcome to our special guest, dented can of PBR that's been in the fridge at the office for God knows how long. Whoa. Holy shit. Whoa, fuck. Jesus Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) What happened? Was it shaken up from months ago and that was all of its kinetic energy? Well, it's fucking Sorry. You know what? I'm not cleaning this up. (laughs) (laughs) Can't we just use one of the walls that's covered in towel? The show must go on. I'm going to wipe off this chair. Uh, Sorry, grandma. I think these are my grandma's chairs. Oh, yeah. I spent... Probably four hours
1: listening to uh, music played from um, that radio service on the internet, Pandora. Yes, thank you. Okay. Uh, seated by the song "Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer." <laughs>
0: really? Yeah. When? When? Did <laughs> on you the way. Did here, on the
1: way here from huh. San Francisco.
0: Oh, you know it is weird. I downloaded a new Giant Bombcast while I was driving on the freeway. Like you basically have LTE. Yeah. Mm- everywhere the on the interstate and it is the fucking future it's great it's like william gibson said the future's here it's just unevenly distributed i don't know
1: why i couldn't think of a word other than spotify even though i have never used spotify yeah i've never used spotify either
0: that's strange seems like the kind of thing that i would maybe like sure because it's like you just ask it for a song and they give it to you and then it costs you five dollars a month or whatever pandora every time i asked <clears> it for a song <throat> it just started playing it oh yeah yeah. yeah. It didn't used to work that that way.
1: Yeah, I know. I don't know what the difference is. Maybe for Christmas, they don't
0: care. <laughs> yeah, okay. Do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> they know it's Christmas, yeah. Anyway, Riff is, uh, I don't know, up in uh, Beach Mountain. Um, yeah, some sort
1: of weird. East. Internet it's, inaccessible place. Some uh, family sort of holiday thing. And uh, I don't... I, it I. is hard for me to believe that they literally do not have internet where
0: he goes... I think he just doesn't want to. Deal he just with wants us a vacation. A yeah, and, but that does not sound like Riff. Like Riff oh, does not seem like a person who wants to get off the grid for a while. Yeah, why does he submit to this every year if he doesn't really want to do this? I mean, I think he likes his
1: parents enough to to give up the internet for a yeah, week. I don't know. He doesn't like crab, so that that is not a draw to the sure the coast of
0: Maryland or whatever. Maybe he likes lobster. I don't. Think, I doubt if he likes. No, I I don't, think, I don't it. think it's possible to like crab but not lobster. It's essentially Can you like the lobster, same. but not crab, I don't think so. I think it's essentially the exact same meat hmm. I'd, It's i just in a slightly different I'm more bug interested monster.
1: in lo- lobster than I am in crab <clears throat> huh, but that's a pretty pretty limited uh subset of feelings for
0: me. I, I elect not to eat lobster because I don't like the idea of something being boiled alive. Oh, I but thought, I'm because, pretty sure that, you think they're intelligent creatures. But I'm pretty sure that crab is also boiled alive. So oh, yeah. I think that it is like the fact that I've never read a David Foster Wallace essay, which could not conclusively right. conclude that lobsters don't suffer. So what is it about
1: killing an animal before you cook it that makes it more palatable
0: well i think that a huge i mean so i having grown up on a farm where you know my grandfather raised cattle for beef i saw cattle humanely killed
1: (laughs) just instantly like instantly put out of
0: no it was i mean you give them a shot of a sedative and then they sort of pass out you know it's you give they weren't knocked it's not a sedative it is no 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 not that you don't you don't do that one cow at a time like if you're if you're slaughtering a million cows then you have like a machine that does it and like maybe that's not super terrible i mean temple grandin i mean this is no country for old cows sure temple grandin you know apparently did some good in making sure uh, you know at least like Diminishing the outward signs of agitation among animals that were being slaughtered, but no, I mean this was like just an injection that you would give the cow of an anesthetic, and then it would go to sleep, and then you would cut its throat, and huh. then you would you would butcher the cow, right? And so it was like that seemed do, to me to be you way more humane.
1: Draining than... the blood from the cow for a long
0: time before you start cutting. Off yeah, parts you hang, of it? you you hoist it up on a on a rafter in the barn, and all the blood pours out of it, and then you know it continues to it's hanging the entire time sure. that you're butchering it, right? So it's still it's like okay, but yeah. Um and then you offer the heart as a sacrifice to Captain Beefheart. <laughs> right. Uh, but it it always seemed like cows beef cows to me always seem like a a more humane a more humane thing than like hunting because huh. if you're not a good shot, you won't kill the animal right the away. The animal doesn't die right away, and so it's and Isn't and, there something weird
1: about like like fear and stress and anxiety making the meat gross yeah and t- yeah yeah huh i wonder if that's one so, of the
0: features of gamey meat is mm. I, I mean i think even when you even when you get a clean shot wild meat is still it has a i don't mind it honestly i mean like get what what people think of as gamey among meat to me that just oh it tastes like deer hmm. like it just tastes like a deer that that somebody shot and then we made it into chili. <laughs> you know, like it's
1: We had some we had some sausage, deer sausage, right? Uh of, yeah, yeah. Of your yeah. families.
0: Did you ever have any of the deer jerky that my uncle makes? I don't
1: think so. Think like
0: he's got a whole dehydrator rig. I went to I went to the Bass Pro shop today. I was looking at dehydrators. Oh yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I could dehydrate some shit. Cuz you can do fruit and vegetables
1: and meat, right? Yeah. Like it's all it's the same process, right?
0: Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that there's anything that I really want. I mean, I guess making my ice own beef cream? jerky. Okay, <laughs> do you, you sure we could make our own astronaut ice cream? Okay. I guess. Although I think most of the, I think astronaut ice cream is actually tricky to make. Most dehydrating relies on a certain amount of heat. Oh, so you can't. So you have like it's not really like enough soup. I don't think it's enough heat to cook things, but I definitely think it's enough heat to melt ice cream, and well, then it's okay, probably above I, room temperature.
1: I I do not have the illusion that ice cream. The dehydrated
0: ice cream was frozen when dehydrated, but maybe I'm wrong. Okay, yeah. Okay, good point. Good point. Uh, you know, a lot of people are really grossed out by astronaut ice cream. I kind of like it. It's got that weird... Uh, so it reminds me of, you know that green shit they have at a florist that is like... The plant food? No. It is like... I I think that it is primarily used for making arrangements of fake flowers, but it is basically like a, a very stiff, very dry foam. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. That you you, press, stuff into you it. press stuff into it and it just stays. stays. It's, yeah, it, yeah, it's, yeah. it's like very easy. Okay. It's very solid, but it is very easy to compress it. Yes. Uh, Yeah, like astronaut ice cream is like that. And I like that. I like eating things that are like that. Okay.
1: Oh, um, yeah, because you like stale angel yeah, like, food cake. I like stale things. Is, I like, yeah. It's, okay. That's yeah. totally the, the same kind of Process.
0: Yeah, I guess. Yeah, astronaut ice cream.
1: I now that I've talked about astronaut ice cream, I'm not actually sure that I've
0: ever had it. Hmm. Huh. That seems that seems surprising to me because I might have. You seem it. like a kid that probably. I am guessing that you have been in more science museum gift shops than most people. Yeah, three standard deviations <laughs> above the mean of of people. That's probably Earth. true.
1: I was in one two days ago.
0: <laughs> yeah see <laughs> you're making my point for me did they uh sell astronaut ice cream at the exploratorium gift shop i don't know i did not mm. see any um but i was not looking for it so anyway hot stuff and i are back in uh, mesa for a little while for for christmas and for taking care of things yep getting my garage door fixed yeah that was our, a, that was our number one that's yeah, an important business objective uh Gotta go through the ornaments that uh, the KOL players have sent us. Oh yeah, there's decorate, a bunch of the tree. Yeah, got some hats to wear. Yeah, we got some super sweet gifts from. Sorry, uh, sorry, Data Vortex. I opened your Christmas presents early because I didn't realize they were Christmas presents. But um, yeah, Data Vortex got me some a whole fucking shitload of chocolate covered cherries, which I'm pretty excited about, and a cool hot dog hat. Oh man, that hot dog hat is intensely hot dog it is it is definitely the most hot dog hat hat i have ever seen
1: i should we should photograph
0: you in the hat and uh tweet it to our video games yeah. hot dog followers <clears throat> also a sign about uh, hot dogs best best hot dogs in town 15 cents which oh, nice. we'll uh, take back to the studio in san francisco yeah we will put that on the wall <clears throat> hot dog yeah, I drove from, uh, we both, we both drove from San Francisco to here yesterday. Different you had a cars. cat. I did. Yeah. I was
1: driving a cat. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Made good time. <laughs> we did. We just had
0: to I mean, they're pretty fast land animals. stop at a mouse station.
1: <laughs> yeah. For recharging. Yeah. <laughs>
0: mm. Um, cat, cat travels. Okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It like pants sort of, and crawls around for a while and then it chills out. We, we put it every time we've traveled with the cat, we have like put a litter box in the car and it has never used it and instead has many times just decided that's where it wants to hang out, Yeah, which is fine. You know, if it's somehow secure and it's
0: just like, just lays in the litter box. Yeah. Gross.
1: Yeah. It's, it's
0: like, you use that gross. That is a cat. So I'm lucky in, in the sense that my cat can deal with the pine litter. Yeah. Not every cat likes it. In fact there are instructions on the bag of feline pine for if your cat doesn't like the litter oh yeah how to make it more yeah you do like palatable. a you do like a 75 25 mixture of regular cat litter to feline pine for and a couple and weeks set and then and you half. do a 50 and then you do a 75 25 the other way and then eventually the cat's okay with feline pine but my cat has always just loved it which is fucking great because if you have a cat that doesn't shit very much feline pine, You maybe every six weeks you just dump it out and refill the Mm. thing with it, and it never smells bad. Like you have such a an outlier cat,
1: yeah. That I don't know that your advice for well, I mean she did spend ten thousand
0: hours being the kind of cat she is. It's true, and she was born in January. Wow. So these are the things that we've learned that makes makes my cat really good at hockey and uh, real easy to maintain. Ah, Malcolm Gladwell. Yeah. Um, Jesus christ we need we have to buy we have to tonight, oh yeah, yeah, buy tickets, so <clears throat> we found out hot stuff found out somehow in February, in February during San Francisco sketch fest. Bob Goldthwaite is doing a dramatic reading of Shakes the Clown, <laughs> a live dramatic reading of yep. Shakes the Clown. I cannot imagine a show that I want to go to more than, than that, that show. I am so fucking happy that <laughs> A, that is a thing that is happening. And B, I have such 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 good bros in my life <sighs> that I find out about. This. It. Yeah. Like yep. how how sweet is the world? Joy to the world, specifically because of this in this holiday Yeah, season. I really hope there are tickets available. Ah, me too. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. We're going to get back there in January and go do that escape the room thing. Yeah. It's We're under fun. all this pressure. All the idle thumbs guys oh, beat it.
1: They're the fourth team out and of 40. Went. Yeah. So if they're, if they're averaging a 10% rate, I'm not, I'm not particularly confident in our abilities to do it. Like, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't want to discount the success that they had, but I do feel like there is an element of luck and or randomness. To it, like if you not having encountered what they've done this time, I feel like there were a number of things which, if people had stumbled upon them the last time we did an escape the room game, we would have gotten much further much earlier. But it was just a question of like, did yeah, you ha- did you happen to be super thorough in examining was, this this one
0: thing? It was knowing our our problem was one of. Think, assuming, that, yeah. assuming that they designed it the way that we would design it.
1: Yeah, where because we the assume most complex stuff was the stuff the that was most, most important. Yeah,
0: we assumed that the most comp- yeah. the most complicated thing was the most important thing, and it just wasn't at all. Absolutely was not, and yeah. it was really. It, but maybe it is,
1: that's maybe that's actually a good.
0: That, I mean, that is that is sideways design. A design decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean you you like you. This is basically like. If if what you wanted was for, say, Bob the Joker to not win the LARP, mm-hmm. you could design the LARP to trick optimizers into failing. Yeah, that's a good point. We wouldn't do that because we want to be fair. We want to be trusted as puzzle designers. But...
1: Thinking about a LARP that I participated in in college... There were every player had different objectives and goals and that kind of thing, but there were a tremendous number of like hidden objects in the sort of the play space. And if you were aware of that, you could spend a bunch of time just sort of collecting a bunch of of things. You know, they they tended to be envelopes taped on the bottoms of desks and and, in drawers and stuff like that. And so you could go around and look for those kinds of things. And amass a bunch of resources, which uh, to certain points of view would would have you sort of, you know, winning the But situation. if you did that,
0: if you put those things all over the place <clears throat> and then all they were was part of some massive red herring, right. then that's, you know, yeah. again, that it, we think of that as a dick move, probably. But, like, it's just a move, <laughs> <Right>. you know? <laughs> I mean, it's a, like, what the fuck are you—like, what— there aren't any rules for this. Like we, we're we all making this shit up. Like we, we can do whatever we want with this game. Right. Like the fact that you're expecting a certain thing and then we're not delivering that specific thing just means that we're working to surprise you. Not that we're sure. assholes or bad at our job. Right. That said, I mean, you do when you are in, especially when you are engaged in like a community of people that is, the niche of mankind that is really excited about puzzles and designing weird puzzly experiences like that. You do end up on a wavelength and you do end up believing that they are following the same rules that you imagine yourself following if you were doing that. And so, yeah, it's not, I'm not surprised that we failed. I don't, there is a part of me that wants to blame the design of the thing for our failure, but then there is a part of it me that's was, like,
1: eh, it well, was. I mean,
0: fair. It, it was, was solvable. I mean, yeah. like. And then I was thinking, like, if I were if I were doing one of these things, I think that I would want a hundred percent solve rate, but I would want hmm. everyone to solve it at the very last minute, because yeah, I think I, that would be I think that would be the best that would be the best way to make everyone who played this thing enjoy it the most and so making it reactive that was
1: the to, i told you about the the mechanic that they used in the in the boston sort of escape the room type situation i think it was what was it called like ruin or something like that it was like a single word um <clears throat> it was like a like an egyptian tomb kind of situation and they had a ceiling which was dropping, yeah, and it could move at a variable rate, and the they could they could get it to lower faster or slower based on your progress. So it always it was this like very concrete time pressure, and you were always moments away from from failing right when you succeeded, which is just awesome. Like that's just super brilliant. Um, and it sounds like they're, it sounds like their setup. I really want to go and see their shows. Because they apparently do these like really high production value kind of situations, but there. What's
0: what's the name of this outfit? If if somebody listening wanted to actually look into what you're talking about, that is an excellent, excellent question. Uh,
1: Give me a minute, and I will find find it because I do not remember uh, what
0: it was called. So we were we had discussed not doing a show, but then it was like, well. We got to set the studio up because the video games taco gals want to do a show while uh, they're here and uh, a show or two and uh, riff will be back in a week. But this is the time to talk about Crimbo. This is the time when questions that are sent into us are going to be about Crimbo and hot stuff. And I were the sort of prime movers behind this Crimbo Scully themed it. He like decided this is what it's going to be. It's, you know, bear invasion, whatever. And then hot stuff. And I went off on a little walk. A little romantic getaway to Golden Gate Park. And we, uh, we watched a man chop down a tree from That's the true. top down. And that was fucking cool. And it smelled really Christmassy because a pine tree was being destroyed 30 feet from us. That guy kept chopping sections of that tree off and dropping them. And it seemed like he was trying to do it in a way that killed the guy at the bottom yeah. of the tree. It was like, well, all right. We kept telling that guy. These are the protocols for paying attention. These are the safety procedures. And if you're going to ignore them, I am going to try to kill you with these giant logs moving at extremely high speeds.
1: That was that was such a weird situation. It definitely felt like like the guy on the on the ground was getting progressively more pissed at the guy on yeah. top like <laughs> just doing either being incredibly like careless or like actively being a dick
0: and trying to like, and but but the weird thing is, if you're on the ground and there's a guy above you cutting sections off of a tree, yeah, you'd think you'd be the the first. Careful. I could see the first time one of them lands three feet from you and scares the shit out of you, is the point at which you would start paying attention, right? Right, as opposed to like, oh, I'm just going to be surprised by this five times in a row, being surprised by the same thing multiple times in a row. Is that just evidence that you're stupid? It's first time, shame on them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the exactly. Time. Like, it's, uh, there's a part of me that, there's a part of me that like, well, you know, if I had seen that guy die as a result of the third log hitting him in the head instead of, go, you know, falling right, right behind him, there was a part of me that would have thought, well, yeah. You Maybe know. they
1: were also performing for all
0: the people. Yeah, that's true. Could have been a shtick. Sure. They, they didn't even work for the park service. They just, it was just <laughs> like, <laughs> improv <laughs> yeah, improv eventually, comedy eventually a, god damn you <laughs> <laughs> cutting Chasing down us. our trees <laughs> that tree's been there for a thousand years all right so None the those uh, trees have been there for a thousand years. the group Gold, outside Goldengate park is manufactured
1: boston is called five wits uh their website is five wits.com um and the the show that i was particularly talking about was called tomb which i don't think exists anymore i think they have two different shows going on now um but yeah, I, I not having experienced them firsthand, uh, I they sound super interesting and and cool, at least from a technical point of view. I don't know like how awesome the experience is, but
0: yeah. Well, should we answer some Kingdom of Loathing uh, podcast questions? Let's do it. All right, so. Uh... Wax started the uh, questions thread this time. He says, hey, I have a Rainbow green lantern. It is good. Some people do not have a Rainbow green lantern. That is sad because I love all these people. Can we have a replacement for it soon? If you make it OP, that'd be really cool. You could make it a shield and then it would be OP and cool. Um, <clears throat> it, it is weird. I remember designing the Rainbow stuff and not thinking that that was going to be a thing that was super cool. Right because, because fight mechanics are usually like just they're just a freebie for us. Like yeah. they they're a gimme. We can we can mess with them without feeling like we're going to break anything. It is it, all it is is plus 100% spell damage sort of, right? It's, it's different it, because it adds a second source of damage to each source, right? Yeah, to to each spell. Yeah. But yeah. but so does so you are not doing more damage with a volcano meteor shower option and a chef staff that gives you plus plus hundred percent spell damage, or you know say let's let's actually make this an equivalence an offhand that gives you plus hundred percent spell damage than you are with the rainbow lantern unless the rainbow lantern also gives you a bonus to spell damage. I don't remember well, what it does, but
1: it's it's the damage caps that come yeah. into
0: play so. And that
1: that is hugely we, we important. We tend to for use those in complicated fights,
0: in weird clan dungeon boss stuff. And these, and, yeah.
1: yeah, and these in the bears, the higher level bears, this definitely yeah. comes into play.
0: Um, but that said, sure, yeah, like what, like I would not be surprised to see a cold version of that come out of January's item of the month, say, sure, because. That's one question answered for us <laughs> because somebody, you know, somebody sure. requested a thing that certain people would appreciate and it's like, yeah, what well, fuck, why not? Yeah. That is the thing that we can give you. Yep. Um How many adventures did you spend on level two before you gave up? I got tripped by the fact that some bears had around six hundred health, and then I'd find one with fourteen hundred health. Also the Enviro control drones with super cold damage. Fuck those guys. It is weird. I think yeah. that I did not realize exactly how much trivial elemental resistance people have, right? When Jamelli was like, Jesus, these super cold drones, yep. like, but we gave you all these, but then I realized, oh wait, no, we haven't given you all of these sources. Of yeah. yet. People so. like, you know,
1: and, <laughs> This may or may not come out in the middle of this event unfolding. I've, I don't know how when people. We will need read to this.
0: fix those rollover triggers on the plot non combats because I fucked up and it's not actually culminating until like the twenty seventh. What? The way that it's written, yeah, no. like it, Yeah, no, I know. I, Shit. I, every time I think of it, I'm like, okay, I need to a time when I can spend 10 minutes thinking about this is when I need to do this. So I never like fix it now, but uh. Jameli, Jameli just looked at it and was like, yeah, this is not right at all. And I was oh, like, I, thought, this, oh, I yeah. thought
1: that was already fixed. Okay. So that we need to go back.
0: No, no, no. We said we needed to fix it, but then we didn't do it. I, th- I think okay. all we have to do is instead of, instead of the last couple days being two days at once, we just make the last couple days one and two days after the previous one. Okay. Um,
1: anyway, there's, there's more stuff to come.
0: Yeah, there there will be more ways to deal with these things. And um, so,
1: like at least one person predicted that in the oh yeah, in yeah. The, the thread they're like I'm guessing this will get easier as time goes on and and yeah it will get easier yeah. as time goes on but not on
0: its own yeah and but, like there will become more goals <laughs> yeah which cool that that said you're not gonna there's not gonna we're not gonna spring like more shit for you to try to find right here right. right like the carrot is the same the stick is changing a little bit. Sure. The now now the feet no. the horseshoes. Wait, <laughs> it, still, yeah. the engine. The it's a motorcycle with a stick. There's more sticks. Yeah, um, there's a
1: lot more sticks. The care is the same. More sticks.
0: It so so this crimbo is kind of divisive, which, to me, is. An indication that we did an okay job of making it interesting yeah, from every, a gameplay
1: Every crimbo is always divisive. Every crimbo is always somebody's worst crimbo ever and and somebody's my favorite <laughs> crimbo, right? Okay. So, so
0: I guess let me let me rephrase This one is divisive in ways that I care about uh, both of the both of the extremes of feedback, and- right? Like as you know, it's like the the crimbos when it's like, ah, you guys phoned this in, it's like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> You know, that that one, that, that, like, no, we didn't, so whatever. I mean, like, there are crimbos that people complain about, and it's like, eh, these are dismissible as just bullshit internet complaints, whereas these, the people who are not enjoying this crimbo the way that it works mechanically, I'm like, yeah, you know, it you're right. This is not going to make you happy because of...
1: It's a little weird to me that, like, people are having such tremendous troubles with the level two bears, even though just a handful <clears> of very easily accessible things in the mall will make the first five or ten totally doable. Yeah. And like that... like Well, but
0: I think that they don't... They don't think I, about I it think that, that way? I think that the explicit feedback that we get in this forum thread is going to be illuminating to why these people are upset hmm. about it. Because to us, being able to fight five or ten of them is... That's fine, you know. Like, all right, if that's if that's all, like the number of these that you can fight depends on how good you are at figuring out how to play this video game, and, and to us
1: and access to some resources and, and that but kind not, of thing. But
0: not that much, like. You, I the, mean it helps if you it helps if you're a higher level it, like a like, little bit. It, yeah. The, the it, who's but but also the who's it's <clears> are selling for I, what are they selling for? I don't know, I'm not 2, actually logged $2,500-ish. The are they? For a while, for a few oh, for the first couple days they were ten grand. And then there so were five. It was yeah. Again, and, and this is like the, so here's the thing. The complaints that I don't that I that I don't countenance about this are that, oh good, another crimbo for the rich. No, no, no. Another opportunity for people to become rich sure. because that is how this has always been. We always, always, always make these events such that if what you want out of them is to become wealthy in the KOL economy, this is the best and easiest time for you to do that. Yep. And this was no exception. Fucking 10,000 meter turn trivially, yep. trivially. Like, if you are a level five, it is a ten thousand meat drop from a monster with thirty fucking power. Like, yep. you are never going to get a better deal than that. Right. So easily, like, th- so, so, you know that. Eh, anyway, that's it. Let's just let's just keep going through the uh, let's just keep okay. going through the questions. Yeah, the, the, I do. I, I do understand the complaint that like because they are sort of deterministically randomized some people are going to have a lot rougher Tuesday than other people um, but what is interesting about that from my perspective is that if you run into a dude with a specific especially hard thing for you to deal with you know what that dude is so you can come back the next turn having prepared for it right. using using any of the literally th- thousands of resources that we have provided in this video game for interacting with our combat systems that are almost never important. And that is what is, in my mind, so cool about this, is that, like, this is a thing where this is not like just a clan dungeon boss where it is a hard and interesting fight. This is like, well, you know, this is what this is. Like, these are the guys that drop this stuff. How bad do you want it? Yep. Like, how... How much are you willing to learn? How much are you willing to communicate with yep. other people? How much are you willing to participate in the player economy? Yep. How bad do you want this stuff? Yep. Like. Ah, man. And
1: if you don't like it, you can go back tomorrow and it'll be different.
0: Yeah, exactly. I I think some people got mad when they didn't know that the difficulty ramps reset at rollover Mm. because I didn't tell anybody that until I did tell people that at the like before rollover on the second day just to kind of calm you know I mean and it's also like there were certain things that I didn't really feel like I was spoiling by spoiling them which was like you know you get the things back from the work shed when you use a new one and that kind of thing uh, Diabolico says, In response to Jick from last week, Disembodied tentacle tentacles wailing, Show no domo go noises in your ears is an effect I could totally get behind. I'm happy having my elemental there, if only in spirit. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I'll, uh, when when, when Riff gets back into town, I'll have him, uh, I'll have him write some shit for Just that. be creepy. <laughs> Colbert says, Hey guys, just wanted to say that this Crimbo is probably the best there's been in all the time I've been playing. Lots of awesome new items, challenging and interesting combat, and difficult choices to make and how to best use the Hoosits. Which Crimbo has been your favorite so far, and why? I don't know. I'm pretty proud of this one. Yeah, I was just to say I'm um, excited about this one. That said, I, I like. I'm going to have a special spot in my heart for the candy advent calendar because it was both. It was both an interesting, like, sort of variation on the Krimbo formula. It was like, yeah, now we're moving the focus over to this other thing that has been marginal in, in previous years, and it was also a thing where it's like. Well, okay. I guess I just committed to doing a thing that unfolds mechanically in twenty-five steps. I better come up with twenty-five interesting things for, for this to do. And it was always like, I was always like a day or two ahead of that. Like it was, yep. it was rough. I'm glad that that happened before we started doing the content familiars at oh, the end yeah. of the year, or did it? No, no I don't know. Maybe I was just really angry at everybody all the time. <laughs> I, I got a lot of, uh, you got a lot of holiday angst. Holiday angst. <laughs> Uh, Draco Krakona says any chance of making the boner Dagon spell block chance inversely scale with mist like the naughty sorceress thanks is Is that that a a thing did we actually I don't
1: remember it's possible we did Hmm. (laughs) Um, if it if that's the way the naughty sorceress works then that's entirely possible because I've always claimed that those monsters are training yeah the the bosses are training you for different elements
0: of the naughty sorceress fight it's I think that's been less true since NS 13 and yeah much, you know, It's one of those things like there isn't any coffee in the right. game where it was or like, oh, that was, your, that was your impression, <laughs> but nobody else making it's the decisions about things knew that. Happy
1: Crimbo and not Merry Crimbo <clears> or something.
0: <clears throat> yeah. Uh, Hinch says, can the new hug skill be used on people in Hardcore and Ronan, but without the buff effect? Yeah. It, it, it should it be. It should be. That's how it was designed. Um, oh, oh, you know. There might be generalized code that prevents you from casting oh, any right. buff on people in Hardcore Arona. Yes. It the, the effect is designed to be able to be gotten in Hardcore Arona. It just doesn't give you the stats. Right. Huh. Well, shit. Yeah. So I'm guessing that C.D. Moyer tested that by giving himself the effect and then going into Hardcore and seeing that it didn't. But not. Yeah, the effect not didn't, but he never actually tried to cast it on somebody in Hardcore Arona. Yeah, we should fix that. Okay. Because it was, it was meant to work like that. Um, Diabolico says, I just listened to the last two radio shows on my way home from work and realized that you've been answering my f- my fucking questions about the Spaghetti Elemental for over a month now. Sorry about that. That's eh, all right. Uh, Blue Scream says, This year's Crimbo seems to have some crazy goodies, but it's a bit difficult for noobs to get a hold of them. Will we be able to get the drops after Crimbo on the Fax Network? Folks have been asking... Oh, man. I don't want you to be able to do that I'm not I have not decided yet that I'm going to remove the drops after the event my, but my I want
1: to. proposal would be to, make, to crank the drop rate way down
0: Yeah? Yeah So it's still a possibility, it's just not Yeah, it just yeah, it, it is so infrequent that we can actually make something like precious and desirable that I want to hang on to it, you know. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to just be a part of the tide of making games easier and more handholdy.
1: I think who's its will continue to drop from them in perpetuity. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Uh, folks have been asking for a mana shield for years. What made you cave? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think it occurred to like I was like, well, what co- what is this thing going to do? We
1: had, I had talked about it as a possibility during the skill revamps, and you're like, no.
0: Well, I, I I don't know. For whatever reason, whenever it was proposed by somebody else, I always thought, wow, that would be a real pain in the ass to code. I, I think part of it is that it was always proposed as a thing where it's like no matter where you take damage oh, from. Oh, okay. Right? Sure. But given that th- the way that the bracers work, there's only one place that that had to be hooked into the code, and I... It's limited in different ways, too. Yeah, like it doesn't work on the hobos in Hobopolis for weird reasons because their attacks are not regular attacks even though they look exactly like regular attacks because mm. they predated the ability for regular monster attacks to auto-hit. Um, yeah. K says, are you concerned that you may have made the fights a little too difficult for a Krimbo event as opposed to Sea Contender Clan Dungeons because I could probably figure out how to kill the second Bugbear on Floor 2 if I take enough time but I'm not really enjoying it. Well, I mean... You don't have to... So, okay, I guess that's the thing. The event is, as designed didn't have the second and third floors. Yeah. You're just, so... Just fighting the uh, Crumbo guys, because all
1: the all the plot happens on the first floor. Yeah, and,
0: and nobody is going to believe that. You know, nobody, nobody is going to hear us say that and think, oh, okay, because it's bullshit. Like, that's just a bullshit excuse. Everything
1: on the second and third floor is gift items that people should be giving you anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: But seriously the
1: the fights are hard but well within like you know it you should be able to kill the first 10
0: every day with and then that gets you a present and then a major present every 10 days probably <laughs> no cuz no cuz remember i i cranked
1: up the drop rates on those oh did you yeah it gets it gets you two and a half presents oh. and then
0: you, oh, within, well, you got well, a couple of major that, presence, well, I, Yeah, th- so I thought that you had said, oh, we should crank up the drop rates no, on those and totally then we did. didn't actually do it, but you totally did. Yeah, okay, yeah. right. Yeah, they were 10% before. Yeah. Um. Yep. <clears throat> <sighs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it could we have made them easier, easier? yes. Yeah, we could have made them easier. But it doesn't. This makes it interesting. I mean, that's Dang. the thing. Like that. This is the real reason that they are hard, right? It was like, all right, we can either do nothing or we can do some hard fights that are interesting to us. But that is not a reason that holds any water with the audience, the super casual crowd. Yeah, and I mean, but, it's like, like
1: that's the thing. Like there are people who are really glad that they get to play with their toys. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. a meaningful way. And like you cannot, you cannot. Well, but you don't have to please both of these people at the same time.
0: Right, but you don't have to you don't have to justify your decisions to somebody who likes your decisions, right? Sure. But what I, and and point. and the justifications for decisions to the people who don't like this are meaningless, okay. right? Because it's like it well okay, yet you're right that this is better than if they weren't there at all, but it still sucks, so fuck you. Is is what right. they say, right? Like it's it's like Having to having to just sort of beat into myself the idea that you, we can objectively look at something, a change that we have made, and say, if it had always been like this, no one would have ever complained about it. But that is meaningless. It is meaningless because it wasn't always like this and we are it's not meaningless, but I, I do it's see not, what it's you're saying. not it is not meaningless, but it is it doesn't, but it is useless look, as an argument. It is it is cargo. useless it is useless rhetoric. Okay. Because we are not We are in two businesses. We are in the game design business, and we are in the making people happy business. And we think of those two things as having the exact same path towards success because the way that we make people happy is by being good at game design. But there are things that we do that represent us being good at game design. Well, rather, that represent us improving at game design over time that make people unhappy. Right. And... We can't just say, but, 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 but if there was a parallel universe in which we hadn't done this, things would be different because there's fucking not a parallel universe in which that that, like it, it just it doesn't. It, it maybe helps us sleep at night to think if it hadn't been li- like it teaches us something to say if it had always been like this, nobody would be complaining. But it doesn't make anyone happier.
1: Yeah. I mean, what it, the, I can like the ways in which this has impacted us in terms of fo- moving forward in the future game design wise is we will often be harsher or more restrictive than we want to be. We will always
0: err on the side of being less generous with stuff. Yeah. Because it is because we know that we can make things friendlier in the future and everybody will suck our dicks. But if we make things less friendly in the future, everyone will burn our dicks with an acetylene torch. Right. And we don't like that last thing. Jeez. That's not the kind of business we want to be in. Crestoni says... What is super cold? Even cold protection has no effect on it. My theory, cold is to super cold as hot is to radiation. Hot stuff, please explain to us the physics involved.
1: Well, so the first thing you have to realize is that cold is is really just the absence of hot, right? Like heat is a metric. Heat and hot and cold are, are both on the, the continuum of just like atomic motion, right? So super cold is really just the absence of super hot, right? And super hot is the, the the motion of particles through time. Super cold is actually f- the, the lack of motion of particles through time. Um, so, yeah, that's that's what you're having to deal with.
0: Okay. Tom808 says, Great job on Crimbo this year. Thank you. Anyway, can you tell how many people are getting to level 2 and 3 of the Fortress? or the most level 2 Warbears defeated in a day? Or the average number of level 2 and 3 Warbears players are defeating? Again, thanks for a fun Crimbo, and thanks times 1 million for making the enemies copyable.
1: Do we have those kinds of metrics?
0: We do. Actually, on a per player basis? No.
1: That's that I think the Yeah,
0: how far how far people are getting on average is I mean, so we've got we've got anec uh, data
1: that people are killing into the 60s and 80s at least on the level 2s. So, I'm going to look
0: uh all right, so let's Let's see. So if I look at the code blocks... Sorry, I'm uh, a little oblique to the microphone because I'm actually uh, typing and typing stuff. Looking tools. obliquely. Okay, so bear2init. Um, no, that's not what I want. The, th- the, f- the daily oh, flag. Oh, yeah, so you can look today. Cribo13, bear2kills. Uh, and it's before rollover, so we will get an entire day's worth. Yeah, so let's see... Uh, let's see if this chokes the game. I have no idea how this table is indexed. This is this is. Uh, so Jake is typing. I am. He's typing
1: a query. Nope. And I fucked it up. Got a, an invalid argument. Okay. Okay. So, so wow, this is just by player ID. Yeah. Can you sort by? Value? I
0: can. I can. Let's see. Select value. So for the first uh, random selection, there count star. They are all between between the teens and the teens and the fifties. Yeah, there's a 55 in there. Okay, Somebody's there. Okay, select value count from that where uh, let's see group by value order by value desk. Is that the right query? No. No. Yes, it is. Oh, okay. So, okay. so there are a handful of people oh, fighting them in the hundreds. Yeah. Um you start to get a bunch more people in the 40s and 30s.
1: Yeah, there okay, so there are way more people that have killed 10, say, than one. Well, not way more, yeah. but there
0: there are more people who've killed 18 than 10. Yeah. Um there are more people who have killed 26 than 18. No, yeah. that's not true. There are about as many people who've killed twenty six as eighteen. Um, so it falls off a lot. Well, this is, I mean, this is exactly the kind of curve that I was looking for.
1: I was, I was really hoping that it would be really, really hard to get
0: past a yeah. hundred. The, but there are people. There's one guy that's killed one hundred and twenty five level today. two bears today, and yeah. that's great. So let's look at number three. That's harsher. Uh, that looks like it caps out around six. It's
1: mostly harsh in. In terms oh, of no. actually
0: getting access, way more people have killed one yeah. uh, and two than than have killed Mark. Yeah, this yeah. is this is pretty good. Forty one though, somebody has killed somebody has 41 killed forty one level three bears today. Yep.
1: So that means that they've um, saved up over multiple days. So if we were to look at
0: the we I have I have why, this. this
1: is like a leaderboard that we did not <laughs> even bother. Oh
0: yeah, no, it totally is. Okay, so let's look at bear one fights versus bear two fights. Oh, that's a And good... see what the average... So, wow. people have killed 12% as many level two bears as level one bears. I'm surprised that that's that high. Because there are millions and millions and millions of level one bears being killed. Yeah, I'm
1: concerned that that percentage is not actually meaningful. Oh, yeah? Well, doesn't, so, it doesn't look like one eighth.
0: So, let's look... Yeah, you're right. It doesn't look like... Oh, safe. Maybe it's 2%. Okay, so that's better. Okay. So it is 2% over days in which... Yeah. So I think there were a lot of zeros. There were a lot of zero uh, versus zeros, zeros being okay. included that in that because this uh, this report defaults to 30 days.
1: But... Okay, so the number is increasing. The number of, of level two bears is increasing every day.
0: Yeah, Which I...
1: That is going to continue. People it will be... It will become... It will be m- more... R- you you will both be able to get more fights with them just because of the prevalence of
0: oh yeah, Jesus, of batteries 20, 26,000 the day before yesterday versus 70,000 yeah. yesterday. Yeah. So Yep. People are figuring it out. Yep. And that's rad. <clears throat> How are we doing on like
1: crimbo lag? Is it Seems all right to me. It was I, like I, roughish for the first Yeah, there was hours. A, there was
0: there was a bad query uh in the Smith's stuff oh, right. that was causing, that was causing a bunch of contention on the flags table. Okay. Um, and it wasn't really anybody's fault. It's that CD Moyer and I happened to use the same flag name oh, for two different things. One of which was a perma flag and one of which was a normal flag. And Shit. so, yeah, it, huh. was, okay. it was, it was, it was making it. So a number was constantly being updated from zero to zero, which shouldn't happen. Um, what does that even? I, th- I would have assumed that that wouldn't have even done anything. Well, it just does a query. It executes oh, a query, I see. right? And the query doesn't do anything, right? But it is still communication. Right. It still uses up a it uses up a pipe between the right. A socket, dude. I don't know. <laughs> Florin says, "Can we have an item based on Hot Stuff's childhood computer programs?" I would love an effect called increased cyberspace as well. <sighs> Guggerbunk says, "Warbear Black Box. What do?" You see. Kren von Salzburg says, Jick, regarding your bath slash sour listening fears, I have the solution. When I want to listen to a podcast while showering, I just throw my iPhone in a Ziploc bag. There's some uh, that are about the same size, and the screen can just be operated through it. That is true. how I went
1: backpacking, is I just kept mine in a Ziploc.
0: Yeah. If you're listening to it through the speaker, that's fine. You need a hole for your headphones if you're going to listen to it on headphones. You
1: can't. If you're in the bath, you're not going to listen to anything on your headphones in the bath.
0: In the bathtub, I do. Um, actually really what I use is the jam box so I was so excited when I got I got my steam room installed in my house because I had to replace my shower because I am a terrible adult homeowner and I fucked up I ruined my shower by not taking care of it so I'd have my shower redone and I was like hey while you're in that just make a steam room and I was like this is going to be great I've already figured out how to do the jaw bag jam sack by putting my jawbone jam box in a ziplock bag right and then you can totally hear through it but Once the walls of the shower were converted from whatever plastic the shower used to be to the tile that the steam room is lined with, the acoustics in there were such that I couldn't actually hear anything. Um, So, yeah, the the jawbone is a good solution to that because I can have the phone over on my nightstand, you know, 10 feet from the bathtub. I mean, really, it's like 20 feet from the bathtub. So
1: is there no way to to put some... Acoustic tiling in there.
0: I don't know. I mean, nothing's gonna. No adhesive is gonna work. Like, so what? You, I you could just make. What a, would be great is if I could put a single, subtle triangle of foam somewhere in the shower, and that that would completely change the acoustic profile. So, but the thing I didn't have to see or think about or know or whatever. Well, because do you use
1: like do you lean up against the walls at all? Because could you could could you put just a bunch of acoustic baffling on a piece of two by four and then just lean take that it and
0: take it in there with me when I go leave in there, it, leave it in there and it leave would it up. so the wall. gross.
1: Would it though?
0: I think it would. It
1: would just get wet. It, things dry out in Arizona. So yeah,
0: but yeah, I don't know if you don't remember to leave. The, if you use the steam room and then you don't remember to leave the door open, it will still be really, really damp in there like a day later. Hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't. It's also not that big a deal. I also just could like, you know, I can be alone with my thoughts for twenty minutes at a time. What? It's good. It's like you know how you you know how you get ideas in the shower, steam room. You get even more ideas. They're like moving faster. Oh yeah. Do yeah. you think that they have super hot? Have
1: you played super? Do you hot? think
0: the idea for super hot came to somebody in a super hot steam well,
1: room? Well, right. Super hot.
0: It's all about particles moving through time. It is. F says, "I never knew signing up for Papa John's rewards would get me free pizza. Thanks, hot stuff." Sure. Yeah, Jesus Christ! I am all about systems. You are. That you can exploit. <laughs> you will constantly use a credit card and pay it off every month because you get cash back. Oh yeah. Because you actually, my mom does that too. You, you I, I, I've gotten so, thousands of dollars back. I, from yeah. Using no. A credit I, card. But and they would have gotten thousands of dollars from me in interest if I had tried to do that because um, I do not have the.
1: I'm. I am a guy who can. Because you'll use a debit card, but not a credit card. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Huh. I am a guy who. Do you have can, a credit card? I don't have any credit cards at this. Wow. Point. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. I closed them all. Interesting. Well, it's you know it's possible that I still have one that I didn't ever bother to close. I just paid it off and and didn't shut it down. But one of them I canceled because I accidentally. This sucked. It didn't have a balance for like five or six or seven years, and then some recurring payment thing happened. So it had a, like a $30 balance on it. And huh. then I didn't know about it. I didn't see, I just like didn't pay attention to the mail or what. Cause I never, I don't read my mail. So that's, that's one of my problems. Right. And so then I got like, a, you know, you're late. You're late. Li- you made a late payment. We've increased the interest rate on this credit card to 18%. And I called him and I was like, uh, undo that. That like, this right. was obviously a mistake. Right. Like you can see that I, I'm not a deadbeat. Like, fi- fix this. Like, this is ridiculous. I'm, I'm ne- like, and they were like, we can't. And I said, oh, you can. You, 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 maybe you won't. And he said, y- you're right. We won't. And I'm like, all right, cancel the card. So now I just don't have a credit card. Huh. Like, because fuck those guys. Like, I, I don't understand. I do not understand that level of just like hostile customer service. When, when it is I'm obvious, I'm sure
1: they've got some sort of weird metrics or there is, But I was talking to a person.
0: Well, right. But I was talking, they're looking yeah, at a book nah, and, and they're like, nah, this
1: person's, sure. you know, this person is not sure, sure, worth sure. our time. I, mean, I was talking to, I was
0: talking to a person who was making $13 an hour working in a call center and fucking whatever. But like, uh, credit cards, man, credit cards. Yeah. Yep. I would not remember to pay the bill. If I had a credit card that I just used all my normal day to day, like the things that I use my debit card on, if I used a credit card that gave cash back, I would lose all of that in paying interest because I would forget to pay the bill. Right. You know, unless you could do if you could set up an automated payment for 100 percent of the balance of your credit card, that would be super dangerous for a lot of people. But maybe you could. It's weird, man. I. I have I have come to believe and I am. I am 100% certain at this point that this is true, that discipline is not a virtue. Discipline is just a habit. I am a pretty disciplined guy. That is true. I I can do, I can, I decide I'm going to do something and then I do it. I get into the habit of it and it's like, all right, I'm just, you know, going to quit smoking cigarettes and I haven't had a cigarette in many years, right? Like I just like quit drinking for a month. It sucked and I bitched about it a lot, but I did it. I'm a guy that can do the things that I say that I'm going to do, but all of that discipline just, it's like, I'm fairly good with numbers, but if you put dollar signs in front of them, I just lose interest and then can't get myself to pay attention to them at all. And I am not at all disciplined about money. If you,
1: if you had,
0: had the sort of
1: mindset alteration at a young age that, money was a really interesting game. Yeah. I think you probably would have chosen a very different life. Not you wouldn't have been a fundamentally different person, but like you your values would have been all different. Like I could have seen I could see you have having gone into Banking. finance. Yeah. Something. Yeah,
0: I mean and sure. I grew up my my dad instilled in me the belief that money is only valuable insofar as it provides freedom hmm. and w- the most important freedom that i have is not having to worry about money <laughs> right and so my dad went to fucking antarctica for christmas what that is super fuck? weird and awesome <laughs> i know like what wait like, it's like I not no <laughs> offense, but it is so unlike your dad to do yeah. something really cool that, I, yeah. like, okay, is he going to Antarctica to play golf? I, I I think that is impossible. So he
1: must just be going to visit. So
0: is Which, so it's like a fuck? cruise, right? But is he going to is he going to like smuggle a golf club oh, and a golf yeah, ball probably. onto the boat? And hit it off the boat onto Antarctica. No, he'll probably just so that he set can then say that he has golfed on, on all seven. Tra- yeah, oh, sure. like, I am that sure. Would, that so that so will then happen. that makes. But still, that's pretty fucking cool. Sure, that is pretty fucking cool. That is that is some of that Simmons wherewithal. <laughs> I see where you got it now. <laughs> we went to Belgium because of a particular kind of beer. So it's <laughs> right. it's you know it's let's 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 not cast any stones. <laughs> let's let's judge not. Fair enough. Like fair enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't like paying bills. Sure. I don't like, I don't like, uh, like today, one of the things I should have done today when I got back into Phoenix for the first time in three months is I really should have gone through all the fucking mail oh, yeah. that has arrived since I got that here. That
1: was literally the first thing I did when I got yeah, here. Was, I know. But I just don't fucking mail?
0: care. There's never anything good in the mail. Although, you know, one thing that was in the mail was a new board game. Oh, yeah. But it was in a big old thick-ass envelope, and I recognized that, and I pulled it out right away. You, so... Something that
1: you don't consider though is that like ignoring your mail while mail is never is practically never good a lot of bad things come in the mail that get worse if you don't
0: deal with no, them No that's true but so far so far in my life the the money that I have lost by not paying attention to money has not been so much that it is not outweighed by the happiness and relaxation I have experienced by not being stressed out about checking my mail
1: hmm. right so I, I will take to just like a lot of the time if there's just important looking mail i'll just
0: open it on your behalf just because i'm like i know and that's why it freaks me out that to is why sitting there unopened. that is why you you are the, the most valuable friend uh, <laughs> and, and going employee. to jail for, for yeah for, exactly. like, <laughs> for mail conspiracy or yeah no sorry no it's like consp- <laughs> you're under arrest for conspiracy to get this dude's shit together <laughs> like all right uh, there's a little holiday digression there. <laughs> yeah. uh, Thrensa says, is there going to be a way to get its after Crimbo without faxing bears so that the trap stays usable long-term? I mean, there's going to be... To get it's though. You're you're not without faxing, but there are going to be so many of them, and they're going to have... There's going very, to be a lot. They're going to have very little value after the event is over. So it's... I mean... They're going to have a lot of value right up until the end of the event. We didn't... I mean, it's also possible that Actually, we Actually,
1: they're, they're going to have a lot of value after
0: the event's over. We could spoilers we could we could make the drone have a what well, you know one oh, turn yeah. of every 50 yeah, give yeah, you yeah. a who's, right like
1: yeah i think yeah that might
0: be a good like idea. i mean that's that's what we did with the because the owl the pottery it doesn't, have owl, a, it doesn't have a hat effect oh yeah so that's a thing huh yeah that's we that's an oblique way of yeah yeah but i like yeah, i like oblique uh dog lord 420 says When you click on your workshop in the campground, you get a list of what's in there, but it's shown as icons you can click on to see the item description like it's your inventory. Shouldn't it be displayed more like your kitchen in the campground? I know none of them do anything directly, but showing a list of what's installed and what they do just makes more sense to me. It's weird having them be item icons because it's not your inventory or a store, and it's weird. It's weird. Yeah, you know, the thing is, the stuff in your dwelling would have been that if that function to just easily make a clickable version of an item icon had existed when I made the looking in your kitchen thing you are right though i should just make an array of or even just display the blue text hmm. like if the workshop just displayed the items blue text you know what let's do that right now okay uh let's see i i don't i don't think that no no you know what i'm not even sure this that computer i've installed is the honey. worst yeah this computer is terrible the i'm pretty sure that when i bought this computer and got it home, I concluded that the wireless card was broken because the internet barely works on this laptop that we use for recording, but it just hasn't been a big deal. Here's a question.
1: Uh, the Workshop LP ROM burner. Yeah, it lets people... Should that be more restricted than it, it sh- is? It should. Okay, so we should just change that. Yeah, we, we should, should just tell Chris. to the bandit off it didn't. Now. It
0: didn't need to... Like I just told him, like yeah, just make a copy of the thing. Yeah. But then I didn't realize that oh yeah, that thing That's was only ever accessible to accordion thieves, so we right. didn't do a lot of restriction checking. Yep. Yeah, it, because it do, it just doesn't it doesn't make any narrative sense, right? Like I don't really care from a game balance perspective, but it doesn't make narrative sense. Yep. That you can't play this song, but you can record yourself playing this song. Uh, Mr. Nee says, assuming this year's Crimbo follows previous years, will the Krampus facility remain open until New Year's Eve slash New Year's daily rollover? Do I need to panic in order to find everything before the 25th? No, no, no. It'll be there for at least until the first and probably a couple days beyond that.
1: You are you are to a great advantage to start early, though. So I mean, Oh, I yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. No, don't. We've we, we have always wanted to not, like, this. this one is weird because of the level of kind of engagement that you have to have to really get shit out of it but the basic stuff we want we've always wanted that to be accessible to somebody even if they had travel plans that required them to be away from a computer for a few days around christmas so we've always left but, it open until like yeah but in mean, new like, years you're always back in town to get drunk with your friends right like your parents your parents don't make you stay wherever <laughs> you're gonna be for new years so you are going to want, but like the, the
1: second level resetting every day is another way for you to just kill more second level bears yeah, and not so taking advantage of that for most of crimbo. I think you're going to be sad because you would have gotten more chance, but that
0: is also always true. Right? Like even, even in the I crimbos it's where every it's just day, like yeah. accumulate currency and yeah. then buy shit and everyone can get everything because it's a modern video game for fucking pussy babies. Um, I, man, Spelunky has made me a man. Again. <laughs> I was always I a man. Uh, Blue Scream says, any chance of updating the image for Crimbo Town? It still looks like last year's on the mountain map. Yeah, I noticed that. And I was like, I wonder if anybody else is going to notice that. Is this and like, is this you this you like have, the gender I, thing where as soon as somebody mentions it, you yeah, have a gender? Yeah, I probably should. Like, the thing is, I don't like... Like what I have done in years past is I have just fucking taken a screenshot of Crimbo Town and then shrunk it and made that into the icon. Oh, icons. that's nice. But it's, no, it's not. It's, it's gross. Great. The line weight is wrong and no, it's te- oh, it's, great. it's awful. It's awful. <laughs> it's, ah. you, don't, you don't like go anyway, over it with doing it ink. Well, no. Uh, pardon me. Doing it this year is not going to be any more awful than doing it last year, except that. I can look at me from a year ago and say, ah, fuck that guy. That guy was an awful asshole who didn't know how to do anything right. But I don't like to look at myself in the mirror and then do it again. <laughs> <laughs> fuck this up. Fuck this up just like you did last year. Was you have grown. That was very Batman of you. <laughs> Gold says, could you, change the way it, could you change the Warbear telegram to a curse item that randomly replaces words in chat with beeps and bloops? Never mind, they're zappable now. Disregard this even harder. Yeah, I was going to suggest that after the... There are some people in that thread about that puzzle that are sort of upset that they're still dropping after the puzzle's been solved. The thing is the puzzle was an afterthought, but again, that doesn't matter. That argument does not hold any water or mean anything to the players. My
1: original intent with that item was a thing that you could send to somebody else that was going to be a little puzzle for them, right? And then I was like, oh, I guess I could also make this a puzzle for the community— I'll I'll do that
0: right and I did it real fast Psyche saying because when you said yeah this uh, you know this puzzle wasn't as good as it would have been if I right. had spent some actual time and then Psyche was like oh good humble brag but like I feel really bad about it yeah I mean that's not it like this is not this is not the caliber of thing that I like to release unto the world and I think a lot of the people who participated in it and enjoyed it maybe don't have quite as snobby a sense about puzzles as you do uh, so sure it doesn't you know they would not say that the previous puzzle was eight times the scope of this puzzle you know that it was mm. but they don't necessarily because they're stupid babies
1: <laughs> in any case I, like my my hope is that some people will still be interested in hanging on to a bunch of these and then like six months from now Send people random things that they have to decode because that's kind of fun. I
0: mean, I was going to suggest that we at least make them rarer, but they are zappable. So are they?
1: They are now zappable. They are. You made
0: them zap into some other...
1: Into the other sort of like weird ancillary gift. Type e- items. The
0: Eurocopter and the joke bot. Not the Eurocopter. Not the Eurocopter. Eurocopter. Yeah, because that one's a little.
1: That one's got some other stuff going on, but yeah. uh, there are but ba- there the, are balance considerations the with the Jokebot and Eurocopter. the
0: gaiety yeah, the distribution bot.
1: system. Oh, okay. A zap
0: group. That's good because that that actually probably means that more people will end up with the gaiety, yeah. the sequential gaiety distribution system. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's Pretty proud of that name. Um, <laughs> that was uh, that was uh, CD Moyer's idea, yep. and I think it's really cool. Actually, it is. like
1: especially being able to send things to people and not bad. Oh opinion. yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was super cool for a little while. Uh, uh, Gordy says the drill press chemistry lab and ROM burner all have special items. They can create randomly. Do the induction oven still and anvil have stuff like that too. If not, why not? No. Um, Oh, huh. Also the anvil seems somewhat pointless with the existence of the ROM burner plus inigos. You can get up to five recordings of inigos, which equals 20 free crafts that can be freely used with smithing, cooking and mixing. Well, but you can't, the anvil just does it passively, like if you're on day one of a hardcore run. Right. And the LP ROM burner, you would need to have Inigo's permed, and then spend And the, soon be an accordion thief. And then spend the, yeah, and then spend the MP on it, so. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, it's also, if if in the fullness of time, those things are demonstrated to have wildly variant- utilities to players i could see adjusting the numbers on them because they were all very arbitrarily pulled from
1: and we can also like that's the thing like because this isn't paid content this is Krimbo content we feel a lot less like obliged to not tweak it ex post facto if, if we need to
0: yeah and also these are just the first six things that can go in the oh that's true work shed, right i mean it's yeah. not yeah, we could definitely do some. It's not just for these. Like, we could do
1: some content that's um, from an item of the month. Yeah, we could.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh, but no, the oven and the still and the anvil don't have uh, new items. And why not? Uh, just because they were they seemed valuable enough on their own to not need that kind of thing to differentiate them. Right. I get. I get your point that. There doesn't really seem to be any difference between they're, the thing that occasionally builds up on potions
1: because it's like you get to. Well, they all
0: operate get, in. They all operate on different mechanisms. Yeah,
1: you get free stuff sometimes. Like that's different than getting a free craft of something. You know.
0: Well, let's see. Sumo says, "Can we have the option to right-click and sell stuff through Hanks? Even though we can sell Hanks items through our mall interface, it'd be great to place items in the mall directly from Hanks." Hmm. Yeah, that seems like a legacy of the right click menus functionality from when you couldn't do that. Right. Um and then more stuff about Yeah, wow, Jesus. Mall and the next thing is stuff. also about that. Um, and then Plucky says, is the ability to create records as any class at any level with the ROM burner an oversight? Yeah, it yeah. totally is. Also, what's with the level 2 slash 3 war bears? I know that each class has a unique item or mechanic that they passively have to make things easier, such as Seal Clubber Smacks being auto hits, HP healing, fairy smacks, and combat even batter up to potentially invoke drop slash bits. AT's having boons for elemental resist or something. Postermancer has <laughs> an MP shield, which is apparently great for the large HP hitters. Saucer has a bi damage hot sleeve saucepan with an MP free skill built in. But the Moxie classes seem weird. Disco bandits have a prismatic laser effect added to momentum. Yeah, but I mean Everybody in the forums is saying that the way to handle the level two and three bears is with prismatic damage, so that was the one that I thought would be like the most valuable. Uh, and the accordion thief just gets an accordion. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, uh, it isn't as great as the other classes' toys. Also, like I designed all these things in like a fucking hour. Or so, and theoretically, yeah, the accordion
1: like, thieves, the accordion thieves, will be the only ones that can make the <clears throat> that new. Buff. Yeah. So, I mean, Uh, like... uh, You know,
0: and we don't... Not everything needs to be perfectly balanced. Yeah. Like the... You know, we just decided what these things were going to do, and then we coded them up because it, like, we had to because it was almost Crimbo. (laughs) Right? Like, (laughs) it's not... That's how we operate here. Like, you guys...
1: Everyone's going to use the Warbird Drone Familiar to fight anyway, right? Are they? Sure. Why not? That should be able to survive long enough for it to kick in. I guess, yeah, but
0: it's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Familiar. That yeah. was a good. That was a cool idea. <clears throat> you said do something different, and I was like, okay. Yeah. No, you did. It came right up with well, you. Proposed three things, all of which were different. That's true. Uh, last question: Is the event going to involve midstream any further, like new non combats added to existing areas, or a boss added to floor three? Eh, you'll you'll see. Might cause competition for badges, batteries to go up. Yeah, absolutely. Um. And no, there is not going to be a game with the diecast uh, things.
1: <clears throat> Although that was predicted. Yeah. That that people would talk about it.
0: Okay. Uh, chlamydia. That's okay. That's kind of funny. It's just chlamydia with a bunch of different, uh, Letters making sounds. I've been thinking about old items of the month in the KOL economy lately. It seems to me that there are a handful of old IOTMs that are considered must haves, as in, if you get items of the month, get these first, and some of them are really expensive in game. These items don't move very quickly, and most of the time their presence in the mall is more of a display. I had two ideas that would make old items of the month more affordable for new players, as well as increase the flow in both the KOL economy as well as yours through donations. You could introduce a time machine item purchased by a Mr. A that is consumed upon use, transports the user back to the month slash year in which the item was introduced. Then, with a second Mr. A, you could buy the item. This makes any and all items of the month purchasable for two mysteries, which would definitely cause more flow in the mall, but also might lower past items of the month. True dramatic. Now this I think is a terrible idea.
1: Yeah. We're not quite on i, don't think we're I
0: Like you, you underestimate like everyone underestimates the amount of our revenue that comes from people speculating on items of the month in the hopes that they will increase in value over time. and, and, sort of exponentially increase the meat value of a donation through, you know, shrewd investing
1: through arbitrage. Yeah, I. Yeah.
0: And, and, you know, it's weird. I hate arbitrage, but I recognize providing the opportunities. Yeah. I mean, I recognize how I recognize how important it is to our longevity as a business, you know, so it's I, I don't I don't hate arbitrage. I just don't like it. I I am pretty pleased with the the
1: model that we've got, you know, like I don't know how long it's sustainable, but we have put out 111 items of the month so far and people are still people you know there are definitely some that people appreciate and some that people don't, but there's still an economy going on for them, you know, like <clears throat> I like I like what yeah we, what we've managed to do uh
0: all right Takinoko writes hey Jake and crew I finally got around to reading Ready Player One after hearing you guys mention it on previous podcasts it was pretty damn good there's something beautiful about the way nerds communicate and relate through pop culture that's hard to describe it's also nice that it didn't shy away from the discomforting fact that it's a world of people who escape to the internet because reality is what it is also like the new podcast submitter thingy it's neat well eh, thank you I like it too we that's just used it to read that, your I question say that's the new too yeah um, chilled says, okay, this may be too boring and technical a question even for this show, but I do enjoy hearing about coding choices. Why do anniversary gift boxes or why do you get anniversary gift boxes every 365 days instead of pulling the date from a PHP JavaScript query and using that instead? Is it a, this would be rollover take 16 extra weeks thing or make it simple? No, simpler, simpler issue. Um, that's just the way that Jim did it. So it just slowly creeps up. As Before he leap left, yeah. yeah. And it, and it got out. less and less accurate over time as as more leap years occurred. Uh, it's, yeah. It's I, entirely
1: possible that no one ever thinks about the fact that this will still be around in 10 years,
0: yeah, <laughs> right? Like, it, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's no real reason. Um, also, why is the Calavera concertina you get from the fat skeleton still a pickpocket item instead of being a cool, stealable accordion like the newer ones? I intended for it to be that's a thing that should be fixed it's trivial to fix hmm. um i'm not logged into ko no i am logged into ko let's fix that uh no shit i have to write there's a there's, there's a some... bucket that has to be made for it for the text that you get when you see it and the text that you get when you steal it so I, it's not as trivial as i thought uh also also how do you all like your popcorn um fresh from a movie theater
1: yeah movie theater popcorn is better than like home Popcorn
0: yeah. in in those uh, fresh real butter holiday and, uh, popcorn tins. Salt. I tend to like the the normal popcorn and then the cheese popcorn, and I let somebody else eat the caramel I
1: like, popcorn. I like caramel. Corn. You like the
0: caramel corn? Yeah. Well, then we have a nice symbiotic relationship where I eat two thirds of the popcorn and you eat one third of it. Um, also, 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 does Asymmetric as a business do anything that falls under the banner of an office Christmas party, other than invite your moms over for dinner on the day? No, because no. we're all spread out and we. We kind of always have been. I mean, I guess that wasn't entirely always true. But what did you do for Christmases before you moved here? I went to where my mom was okay. instead of having her come. to Yeah, where now I am. your mom comes here. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I got a, I got a, I got a big house, and and it's, it's the weather's nice here. Yeah, the weather's nice. It's well suited to, well suited to Christmas, and we, we've just gotten into some habits. I mean, we always deep fry a turkey. And that's. <sighs> I got a or really, two. really sweet. Uh, yeah, injection marinade injector. Uh, it's like all metal. It's, it's real heavy. And it looks like something out of a mad scientist's laboratory. Yeah, uh, that's pretty great. Because we were on the third year of using the disposable plastic one uh, that came with the marinade three years ago. So it's like, yeah, I'm here at the Bass Pro Shop buying a new hat. I should also get a new turkey garlic injector. Uh Vlad Slamshank says, Why does my combat action bar default to the fourth section for the first combat of my day? No fucking idea, yeah, sorry. Who knows? Uh Gleib says, When you made the clip art tome, I thought there's no way Jack and Crew are gonna outpower creep this. <laughs> Never again will I doubt your ability to outpower creep yourselves. Well, you know. That said, I don't think I think you still have to get a clip art tome.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean Smith Smith and Clip Art are definitely still orthogonal in some ways which is great that's the that's the whole idea
0: A Jericho 5 says can the manual uh, can the manual of labor at all get discarded after it's been used up I forget it and click it unnecessarily too often eh eh I don't know uh, Jericho 5 also says, boss monsters drop items like the glass balls of the Goblin King when the monster aggra- aggravation devices are set to certain numbers. Rather than the specific set to 3 or set to 7 requirements, I think it would be cool if these drops were based on monster level thresholds. Greater than or equal to 10, greater than or equal to 25, etc. This would be another cool way to encourage people to run lots of monster level. I think the key to bring it home, though, would be to add text to make the connection. Something like, the knob Goblin King seemed even angrier than usual and his room is an absolute mess. I want the boss fights to work that way, but I had a really aggravating
1: You started with a particularly aggravating yeah, boss. I chose
0: a bad boss to do it with and ended up in all of these frustrating arguments with depth. Like the thing is making that change is probably like a day's work going through all of the bosses, deciding what special abilities they get at certain mind control levels. I want mind control I want the mind control device to be distinct from just monster level. In, in those mm. cases is the thing, right? Like, I don't want to say, like, the knobgoblin goblin king becomes stun resistant at 50 monster level or whatever. I want it to be, like, at mind control four he becomes stun resistant. Like, because the mind control devices operating on the bosses is an interesting system. And it's already a system that, you know, people who read the wiki know how to get different items out of them, but I would really like for those fights to be much harder with the devices turned up, and then for you to get a big pile of shit out of them than one specific thing instead of whatever basic thing that they drop. Um, It's just that when I tried that, I started with Baron Von Ratsworth, and there were all of these other fucking concerns about, like, bad moon quality of life bullshit, which I'm guessing that if I mess with it now, nobody would even mention Oh, right! Because there's so many other things to do besides bad. Yeah, running. exactly. So, it, so I mean, it was just that was that was like eh, that's just a weird. It was like a weird mood aborted thing.
1: We should just start with a
0: re- more regular boss too. Like we kind of have to do them all at once, though. Is the problem? Like I don't sure. But yeah, I mean, it, yeah, you you are right that we do have to start with one. <laughs> right. No, I'm just saying, like,
1: if you, I think if you did the boss bat. That would be so much more straightforward, and you could think about it, and then we could figure out how to deal with the exception after you'd come up with a more general case.
0: Huh? What is uh, Starwed talking about? What <clears throat> well, a real thing!
1: Th- so there is a directory with some MP3s in it now <clears throat> for my puzzle. But because they're all in the images directory, anything that is not a real file just shows up as a blank oh, image. Right? Okay. So, and like it was, it was funny because people were reporting very early on that like, oh, people are finding all your MP3s by uh, adjusting the URLs, and I was like, have fun because that's not even a little bit important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Child says, <clears throat> so these bears, guys these bears, they're just flat out too hard. I appreciate a certain amount of we don't want Krimbo to just be a massive mafia farming because I agree there and the first level bears are about right in my opinion. It requires some thought about how you're approaching them and the fights are a fun challenge. But after just 40 officer bear fights, you're up against passive super cold damage, substantial damage reducing armor, stat caps, honorific buffs, drones that vary from nuisance to where did all my HP MP go at once, <laughs> stun breaking and stat scaling based on how many you've fought that's quadrupled their stats. At this point I look forward to getting the key to level 3 as it gives me a fight I have a hope in hell of winning. Am I missing something here? I get that there's potions and food to help mitigate the armor and the super cold, but the rest, it just seems orders of magnitude harder than previous crimbos. What you're missing is that 40 is a huge fuckload of them for you to have fought. And we didn't even consider how hard it would be at 40, because 40 is way too many. Like, you're meant to get some of them, and the fact that you're getting 40 means that you are like 99th percentile participant in this event. That's that's a good point.
1: People are not... Like how many batteries can you get from a machine in one slot per day three can do you might want to consider that that might have been what we were thinking about? How many bears you might fight in a day yeah i mean it, like
0: and and I get that for for people who think and and this is. This is not them doing anything wrong, right? No, this, it's is not, it's this is true. It's because not a problem with it their It does just go on forever. It seems like yeah. it seems like what this event is about is fighting <laughs> those high-level bears as opposed to, you know, what this event is about is seeing how many of these high-level bears you can fight, right? Like it, I
1: guess that's true. We didn't put a leaderboard. Maybe it's a good thing we didn't put a leaderboard because that would have driven traffic in that way even more. But maybe we should just put a leaderboard for number <clears throat> level 1 bears killed. Yeah. Cause that might, I mean, that that's might... just
0: a leaderboard for turn gen, right? Because, be- but fine. beating,
1: but that's fine because like that yeah. just emphasizes that, like that is where, that is where the, the majority of Krimbo is, is just fighting these bears, you know, that somebody has got to solve the problem for uncle Krimbo.
0: Yep. And the problem is primarily with level one bears. Uh, Starwood says when you use a familiar hatchling, could you have the option to rename it right then and there? That would be trivial to do. Just huh. make it a make it a, a print a form that submits to wherever the renaming for that particular familiar submits do, to. Do, but then you
1: I guess you would still want to display the what the default would be if you didn't name it.
0: Yeah, well, often there are jokes built into those That's, now. They're yeah. not always and I think it's more of an exception now when it uses the old defaults. Right. Um you know, that would be a totally reasonable and valuable afternoons project for me is to go and add name real generators name generators to most of the rest <laughs> of the, the early ones. Because it wouldn't take that long. Because most of them wouldn't be that complicated. Sure. Um, most of the existing ones aren't that complicated. The ones that have custom name things in there. Um, yeah, that's a good idea. fire 40 says, what are each of you most proud of in this crimbo? I love the hot stuff puzzle, though it was a little short. Yeah, why didn't you spend more time on it?
1: I'm an asshole, that's why.
0: Uh, and brutal to decode that unspaced morse by hand on pen and paper. Yeah, well, you know, welcome to puzzles. I want to I wanna give a shout
1: out to Cirrus because he once misinterpreted a puzzle that I wrote as that, and so I just filed away in my head, I've I totally got to do that at some point because that is such a dick thing to do. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was talking to him. Um, I was talking to Ollie Moss at the Christmas party, and he was talking about how the inspiration for the thing that he did as a visual artist that he is the most proud of is that he saw a thing and thought it was that thing and then realized he was mistaken and then decided that he should make the thing that he thought he had seen. And that I mean, we were in a conversation about like Creative creativity projects. does not work the way that people who don't do it think that it does. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, how go the yearly familiars? Good. Actually, like yeah, there's, they're underway. there's progress. Yeah. They might be late. Um, we haven't uh, decided. <laughs> yeah, we haven't decided whether they're going to need to be late or not. Um, but I'm not sweating it either way. Like, you know, it's fine. Uh, are tiny diecasts going to be a thing in the future? Probably not. That's probably that's probably a one off. Any outfits later on this holiday season? No, actually, there are no outfits in all the. We might content. want to make an outfit because I could
1: imagine another really good way for who's it's to the economy would be a
0: warbear outfit. Yeah. Okay. But that's it. Oh, like a Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man, also, uh, super secret, one sentence in this year's Crimbo content was written by uh, Sean Vanneman, the BAFTA award-winning writer behind Telltale's award-winning The Walking Dead series. Uh, And and I challenge anyone to determine which of the sentences in this year's Crimbo content it was that was written by him.
1: Somebody should start a forum thread and... If, they, if anybody can actually identify it, uh, we'll give them
0: some sort of prize. Yeah. <laughs> Free copy of The Walking Dead Season 2, <laughs> which Sean had nothing to do with. <laughs> it's, it's... <sighs> Uh Vernatio says, I'm sure you guys have heard this a bunch already, but I just wanted to say this Krimbo is hella sweet. Although I've only ever had one other Crimbo. Last year's, this one feels better by leaps and bounds, and that's saying something since the last one was good too. The flavor text, the mechanics, and the atmosphere in general are just too good. So I have two questions for you. First, what prompted you to make the Warbear Workshop items persist through Ascensions? It's really cool, but I expected them to just be like houses, except not destroyed when being switched out. Was it a conscious decision to make them a part of the Ascension metagame? Well, the issue with making them persist across Ascensions was that there wasn't any way... If they worked like houses, only you got them back when you switched them out, they would still disappear when you ascended because the things in your houses are just flags and flags go away when you ascend. These things are perma flags, which do not go away when you ascend. Um, so in an effort to make people not accidentally destroy them, what I didn't want to do, like because there were there were a bunch of really good ideas that were proposed for things that could be in the warbear presence that involved dwelling items that didn't go away when you ascended and there wasn't really a mechanism for that and i thought well i could either do the like campground and housing revamp that i've wanted to do for a really long time but that's a shitload of work right at and a, i didn't i did time when you didn't yeah and have it, it, it didn't it didn't make sense it didn't make sense just from a project management standpoint to have that be something that was in the scope of the christmas thing so i was like well I will just put these in their own little thing somewhere where they operate like that and then maybe I move them over to a new system later or maybe I don't maybe they're fine here. The I think that what I have in mind for the housing revamp really most of the effort in that would just be art. Right? I could basically just say like all right, we've we we decide how many kinds of slots there are, and of the existing campground items, which things go into these slots. Like, which things are... Oh, this requires a ceiling. You know, this requires a nightstand, or whatever. And then, different kinds of dwellings have different numbers and configurations of ceiling slots, and poster slots, and you know...
1: Garden... Oh, but we already have a garden. Now,
0: yeah, I mean you know nightstand slots wall hanging slots whatever like we we would have to look at all of this stuff and figure out like what kind of things made sense and then how to how to disseminate those and you know it's weird it it would be a probably a pretty big nerf right if you just like couldn't put your big mouth billy bass on the wall of your tent anymore because to your tent doesn't have a wall hmm. but i don't think anybody would actually care like i think if if that stuff got kind of Balanced out in the wash in the process of a big content rich revamp right. with a bunch of new cool things to look at and a, a like interesting new light to cast on the existing items and you getting them back right. when you ascend, ascend or, or, or close out the dwelling. Um, you know, the only thing it would be a little weird to get the house back maybe you don't yeah i i, I do kind of think that maybe you don't because then because uh, there are like houses that you can only get one of in an ascension you know and that would just be goofy if they piled up yep people would want <clears throat> to be able to make a Frobaz instant house omelet yep and that doesn't make any fucking sense uh second what do you, do you guys do anything special for the holidays have a game jam together or maybe watch movies if so do you go out of your ways to meet in person for it well hot stuff is always here uh, those of us who are in town riff leaves town to hang out with his family i mean cd moyer is the dad of his own family so he's you know he's got his own thing he's going got on. elves on and, shelves i mean you know scully is too i don't know although they're going to scully's in california this year for christmas oh is he yeah they went to they went to uh big sisters
1: hmm. for okay.
0: maybe they just bought a new house big sisters of california yeah big brothers big sisters
1: um, but we do we we watch movies. Yeah, we do. We always watch some Christmas movies. I've made a giant list of Christmas movies that take place at Christmas or movies that take place at Christmas that are not necessarily about Christmas. And we we usually try to watch them those. I I I tried to get Home Alone uh on Netflix, but it has become um <clears throat> a long wait DVD, so I think um I think that's not going to happen this year. Gosh. But uh three movies three movies that are on Netflix streaming are uh, Trading Places, The Ice Harvest and Rare Exports uh, which we could, we might we might watch this year. Uh,
0: there are a lot of good questions in this thing. Damned Fish writes, I'm really enjoying the Crimbo stuff. Thanks a bunch. A lot of players seem to only look forward to Crimbo slash world events from the point of view of banking as much meat as possible rather than exploring the new content and exciting stuff. Does this bother you at all or do you just accept that this is how some players enjoy the game? No, I kind of embrace it. Like that's I feel like world events are a really interesting opportunity to make everyone happy, including me Hmm. in a way that is interesting to me. Right. Because it's like we're able to design stuff without having to worry about it being super balanced because it's not going to be around forever. You know, it's like not going to be a thing that we're burdened by for the rest of the time that we're working on the game. And it's also like we don't. I mean we think about I, I like world events as an opportunity for people to become rich because basically this is a fake economy in which everyone could be rich. You know? I don't think that's possible. Well
1: I don't think I think I don't think you can have an economy if everyone has Okay,
0: you can have an economy in which everyone who wants surplus. to So this is a fake economy in which everyone who wants to be rich can get rich right because the people who are the people who are spending meat to mess around with more content don't want to be rich they want to experience more content and to them the money is a means to an end to play the game and for the people to whom money is the end they get the money in exchange for not valuing I, the experience right i'm going like, to
1: disagree with you in some fundamental ways but i'm not going to argue with you right now because i feel like scarcity is an important part of an economy and so not everybody can have everything and that's that is
0: vital too. but i just mean having a lot of meat sure like basically we could have an entirely functional game economy in which everyone who liked seeing extra zeros at the end of their meat total could have as many as they want not as many as they want but they sure anyone <coughs> anyone who wants to can become meat wealthy in this game just by hanging around and paying attention and doing stuff that we provide for them to do yep. at no significant cost to themselves other than just paying attention. Yep. I mean, attention is a cost, but yep. you know, and it's a real serious one and it is arguably the, the most way more important one. and more valuable than any of the other costs. Sure. But it's not a thing that people tend to think of as something that they're spending. Mm. You know, I mean, That's I like, I think you need a certain, you need a certain flavor of perspective to, to, to really view the world that way, and it's not a happy way to live. <laughs> well, it, um, I mean, it can be. You just have to make peace with the world. Sure. Um, but yeah, no, it doesn't. It doesn't bother me. I, I like it. I like. I like that every world event is a is an opportunity. Really, what I like is, is that every world event is an opportunity for me to point to the people who are saying this world event is just another thing that caters to the rich. For me to point to and then point to them and say, "You could have gotten rich here." And then the next time you would have fucking nothing to complain about, but like, yeah, you know, that kind of person is not going to be happy if they have nothing to complain about. So the way that they enjoy playing the game is like, every fucking day we ruin it again, and then they get to bitch about it on the forums. So that's there, you know. The if the if if the mall is the game, then bitching about the game on the forums is also the game. Uh, also irrelevant, but I asked a similar video games hot dog question on the twitters recently. Is there a book slash movie that you would recommend to anyone, regardless of their genre preferences? gosh I don't think so yeah
1: I I tried to think about that when I saw it in the VGHD question input and <clears throat> yeah I can't I cannot think of anything that is universally enjoyable right because like puzzle games are not gonna be everybody's cup of tea arcade games aren't like some people like competitive games some people don't like there's just nothing that there's nothing that like every single person is going to be excited about, which is, well, this is good books
0: books and movies though. Right. Like, Oh, was it? They asked it. They asked it about video games. And
1: I I feel like the same thing is true. You know, like,
0: (laughs) yeah, I don't know if there's a book that I, yeah, I don't know. I feel like love actually. (laughs) There are
1: a lot of people who hate that movie. Um,
0: assholes, a lot of internet assholes who hate that movie.
1: I would, if I didn't know somebody at all and they, they said, recommend a book to me, I would maybe recommend Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, right? Huh. Because it is <clears throat> something that even if it's not your cup of tea, well, hopefully you'll hopefully f- find it interesting, <laughs> you know? Yeah.
0: So. My mom would hate it. Yeah? Yeah. But what's weird is, well, maybe, uh, yeah, fuck, I don't. I never know what to recommend to my mom. Yeah. She I, she reads Stephen King books. Okay. Right? So, but I don't think she likes the same ones that I like. Like, I don't think she liked The Gunslinger. Hmm. I think she didn't care to read the rest of the series. Because she doesn't... I, I think that she loses interest when there is something, like, a thing that she would characterize as, you know, it has swords and shit in it. <laughs> like, she would think, oh, that's a thing for Zack. Not okay. a thing for me. Like. All right. Rome. I told her that she might enjoy watching Rome, the HBO series. Yeah. Rome, she was like, "Eh, no, nah, that's like swords and shit. Nah, it's not for me. I'm like, yeah, but it's, it's like history. It's not, it's not she like wants real world fantasy stuff, I stuff. I don't know I exactly.
1: Has she read Dan Brown? I don't know. I wonder what she would think about that. Mm. I doubt it. Cause that's like brain candy. Like that's a book that I don't particularly like, but I enjoyed reading.
0: Well, would you say right, like you da Vinci don't? Code or it's not that you don't. I mean, then you did like it, right? No. I mean, if you enjoy it, well, not, not really. really. <laughs> okay, I guess I, that's it's, a, it's probably a semantic thing. Like
1: maybe like, I. Well, I mean, I'm I am constantly bemoaning the fact that Netflix doesn't have two axes by which I can rate things. Sure, quality yeah, quality
0: versus how much right, I actually right, like right. something. It's like I understand that chili cheese Fritos are not good, but man, I like smoking pot and eating a bunch of chili <laughs> cheese Fritos, like there's nothing better than that in that moment. Sure. You know, so like, yeah, I I get, I get what you, I get what you mean. Elfin says, can you discuss who designed what for this crimbo? My favorite since the diorama, perhaps my favorite ever. Uh, Cool theming, cool mechanics, cool rewards. Were you thinking about candy box at all when designing the Krampus hanger? You know, what's weird is that Scully is the one who proposed the basic premise of the Krampus hanger. And he absolutely was thinking about candy box, which is weird to me because I don't understand what those things have in common at all. And I, I think it is, I think it is some wrong way in which I'm looking at what people think candy box is. It is he was a, thinking of cookie clicker specifically, actually, because I don't know that he actually played candy box. Yeah. I mean, it's, what, a, it's the fact that you do it thing and you wait till tomorrow, but that accumulator is so slow comparatively that, that it is almost meaningless, categorically yeah. different to me, but I guess not. I guess not to somebody who just really thinks so of a day cookie, passing in KO as a Clicker, of time. you buy you
1: you buy different types of buildings and they do stuff. So it's in that way it is similar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: I could see that. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> no, that's 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 interesting that you went that direction because that is definitely a real influence yeah. on that part of it, and it's one that I didn't precisely understand, but clearly it. It was just on an axis that I wasn't thinking of. Scully um,
1: came up with the war bears? Yeah,
0: he Scully decided what the plot was and decided who the antagonists were. And then, he, you know, his proposal was like, yeah, and, you know, then these machines, you fight these bears to get parts to make these machines, and then the machines help you fight the bears. And then we were like, well, but... What wha-? is that? What, why are you building yeah, these Yeah, that's kind of circular. Like, there's no... So then it's like, all right, well, what's the carrot? Well, let's make it so there are harder bears and the machines make it easier to fight the normal bears, but possible to fight the harder bears. And then the harder bears will drop a bunch of cool shit. And then we just went like, it was a case where a lot of the time I will want 10 of something. And so I will ask for 50 ideas and we will get 10 that are good. I mean, they're all good. It's not that they're bad. We will get, we will get 10 that are, that resonate with me feel like they are within KOL's idiom and are doable. a thing that I get excited about doing, right? A thing that I think either, okay, I can explain this to to C.D. Moyer in a way that he can do it really quickly, or I can do it really quickly, or this is going to take a long time, but it's funny enough to be worth it, right? And so so it's just a matter of like, Ideas that fit my particular rubric for like what belongs in KOL, like what we're going to focus our efforts on. And in this case, like we needed 10 and I asked for 50 and then like 40 of them were really good. So it's like, oh, well, okay, I guess there's a lot more shit in here than I thought there was. Um, Yeah, I was excited
1: when you had spindled so many presents.
0: Because it started out there were I... I, Because before I even asked for... This was a weird Christmas because I made all the items. I made placeholders of like 110 items or something before we had decided what almost any of them were. Uh, And so then it's like, now there are these weird gaps in the item table. Like Mm -hmm. some of the presents, some of the minor presents are contiguous. Yeah, and then there's another chunk after all the die casts and stuff. But uh, it was 10 and... I think I spindled 10 and three placeholders and then we ended up using like 18 and five. five. Yeah. yeah. So that wasn't quite, you know, it wasn't quite the expansive craziness that I just said it was, but
1: well, but I mean, 40 good ideas probably translate into 25 that we can actually make.
0: Yeah, no, that's true.
1: <clears throat> so, um,
0: but yeah, it was, so I mean like the telegram thing was all, was all hot stuff. The we sort of collectively you and I kind of collectively came up with the taco copter right idea, just pulling that. And then, and then Scully was like, uh, that obviously needs to be a gyro copter that delivers euros." And we're like, Oh yeah, fucking, of course it does. Uh, the joke bot and the hug bot, I think were both just us. They came out of a conversation that we had about what sorts of, that was like the, those are the first sort of like prototypical things. That we yeah, came like up some with. sometimes we will actually sit down and try to, and especially at Christmas, we will try to come up with social vectors that are interesting, and that's where like the weird curse items come from. Yeah, that's where like the coffee cups and the arrows and 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 all of that, all of that shit comes out of us, like recognizing that we tend to make game for spades and diamonds. And that we need to make heart stuff. So let's... We don't have to try. We don't have to, like, step outside of our comfort zones to make stuff for people who are into systems and stuff for people who are into, like, numbers. But for people who are into social interaction, we do kind of have to, like, decide to make something that will be of interest to them. And so that was, like, in the brainstorming thread was, like, all right, so... There's six pieces of gear, one per class. There are these six... Well, actually, no. The workshop items just came out of Chris... Yeah, CDMI. Chris just randomly proposing a set of things that was like, oh, yeah, that is totally a cycle of six things that... A cycle. That's what they call it in Magic the Gathering when there's a... They do a card of every color that's, like, thematically linked. Right. Yeah. Mark Rosewater. <laughs> He's the best. Merry Christmas, Mark Rosewater. <laughs> Wait, Merry Christmas, Mr. Rosewater? Isn't that... Is that the name in the Kurt Vonnegut? I don't remember. Mrs. Rosewater? I think it is. Let's search. Let's search. Let's check the internet. Vonnegut Merry Christmas? Is it even Merry Christmas? No, it's God bless you. God bless. God bless you, Mr. Rosewater. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
0: God bless you, Mr. Rosewater. That's what I meant. That's what I said. That's what I meant. All that hemming and hawing. I should edit that out. I shouldn't edit that out. Uh, hey, I think that's all the questions. And uh, that's a only good, good, eight, good, long show. Eight thirty. Yeah, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed doing a show with just the two of us. Yeah, that was nice. Didn't have that fucking riff dragging us down. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, we will talk to you after the Christmas, I Remember guess. Yep.
1: <clears throat> they probably take a week
0: off. Yeah. Although we're not going to be around for another Wednesday after Christmas, I don't think so. We will probably record sometime between Christmas and New Year's while Riff is here. Um, So we can hear about all of his eating salad dressing off of the rocks of the harsh beaches of the northeastern United States. That's where the salad dressing comes from. You break open those rocks. It's true. Gulls are always grabbing the rocks, flying up into the sky, dropping the rocks. Splattering salad dressing all over the sand, and then it's awful. It's awful. No one should live there. All right. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody.
1: Merry Crimbo. It's
0: happy Crimbo.
1: Very happy Crimbo.
0: Did you read the codex?
1: Happy Merry Crimbo.